I'm Gabby Lamb. And I'm Harper Rose Drummond. And you're listening to Tea Time, where we talk about the nastiest, dirtiest, naughtiest, wildest secrets. Enjoy. Hey guys. <laughs> It's that time again where we're going to tell you about our Patreon. It's $5 a month, and we do four extra episodes every single month, and that's how that works. And um, just for a little taste what you get on there, um, we sent random numbers hentai porn uh, last week. It was we pretty cute. We prank phone calls. Yes. We text whatever. You know, it's a wild time. We say really cancelable things. Yes. Gabby, now I'm not kidding. It was fucking crazy. On last Patreon's episode, Gabby started a fire in the studio and then Lee body slammed it and put it out. And then I sprayed silly string everywhere. It's a fucking mess. And then Lee started screaming. He was like, I'm going to shit into my hands. And if you girls don't eat it, I'm not doing this podcast anymore. And Lee's crying and he's He's like sweating on the ground. And I'm like, I'm like, Lee, why are you Donald ducking? Like, where where did your pants go? And he's like, this is Ah. what happened because my mom said mean things to me when I was little. And it was weird because I was like, Lee, where are your genitals? Like he's built like a Barbie down there. I'm not judging. I'm just thinking it's a little bit weird. Meanwhile, there's a fire going off. Harper is for some reason honking her tits all around. Lee's running in circles, throwing poop at us. When I, yeah, we're just, and so we're covered in cum and it's unclear of whose cum it is or we're covered in feces. We don't know whose fucking cum it is. And if you want to help us figure it out, $5 a month on Patreon. When I honk my tits, it makes this noise. Ooga! So help me figure out what's going also, on. Also, thank that. you to everybody who still writes us in and says Harper definitely f- stole the Doritos because she did. And, I didn't uh, steal the Doritos because I'm not a dirty fucking rabbit. Such a fucking liar. But I'll tell you who is Miss Fucking Liar and Miss Fucking Nipples over here. Um, sign up to I Patreon. I got nipples, but I don't have Doritos because those Doritos were fucking stolen and they're still being mm, lied about. Gabby actually is a pathological liar, and every time I do this podcast, a little bit of my soul dies. Okay, here's the thing, um, Patreon. See you on Patreon. On. And that's patreon.com. Fuck you. Time for 2069. Are we on? All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Tea Time. I am your host, Nancy Pelosi. Hello. And I am the other host, one of the Berenstein Bears. Huh. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. I said Nancy Pelosi, but you... Here's what's really embarrassing. Yeah. Here's what's really embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's unpack. And I know that people are going to cancel me for this. Yeah. I don't know who Nancy Pelosi is or what she does. You want to know something? Uh, you're not canceled. Is you she actually Demo- sell- She's you're- Democratic, right? Yes. Because I'm pretty sure a Republican guy in my high school one time was like, I fucking hate Nancy Pelosi. And okay. he was really Republican. So I was like, okay, so, so that she seems must be like Democratic. someone you wouldn't like. So that must be a Democrat. But then when you said that, I got really stressed out and I couldn't think of a political figure. Mitch and so McConnell. Then you could have said Mitch McConnell. I, I could have I truly said anyone. But so then I just chose the first thing that came to my mind. Which and is funny that you're thinking about the Bernstein Bears. You know, I truly don't know what the fuck that was. You could have said Abraham Lincoln. You know what I was going to say? What? <laughs> was... Nope, I see. I just lost it again. That's why I have to go to cartoon. Bears. I see. I was Fuck. gonna. I was originally gonna open with, and I had to change it last minute, which is why I took a second. I was yeah. gonna say Anne Frank, and then I was like, well, I can't <laughs> say that Fuck. off the bat because that's not. Yeah, uh, that is kind of. It's giving kind of canceled vibes if yeah. you say that. I, hey guys, I give it up for your host Vladimir Putin. Hey, here is my arch nemesis Vladimir Zelensky. Here's we're with Vladimir and Zelensky today. What? 
We're talking Ukraine. We're talking Russia. Who's winning? This is a political podcast for those of you new listeners. And today we're talking about Poland. We're talking about... So this morning I did hear on NPR Uh uh, that there are lots of bodies being found all over Ukraine that now men... Like a scavenger hunt? Like a scavenger hunt that Mm -hmm. they are now um, using rape as a weapon, a, a war weapon. Whatever that is. What do you mean? Like raping the oh, dead bodies? Going, no, they're just going around and raping. No. Well, they do that in like all the wars. Yeah, I guess they do do that in all the wars, don't they? My dad was a was a journalist during the um the war in Afghanistan and Iraq and raping, huh? He saw some things that I just realized I might not, I maybe shouldn't say, but he did see some rape. Yeah, and I'm not going to say who did it, but it's uh, it's uh, not your dad. Yeah, surprisingly enough, it wasn't my. Could have been your dad, but it's not. We not won't say on, it. Not in, not over there on this soil. It's kind of a toss up. But so uh, we're starting off hot today. We're talking about uh, Russia, Ukraine, rape, war, and Frank. Uh, what well, else? We're is going actually on? not going to talk about that. But uh, here's the thing. Um, so the show that I just put on just happened. Honk did fucking amazing. No, Honk did fucking amazing. Honk put on a Honk. gorgeous show. If you guys are listeners that showed up to the show because i know that we had a few of the podcast listeners that came through that was through. really fucking cute fuck to- yeah you guys yes. you are are the wind beneath our wings honk yeah. on a great show honestly That's all thank I you say. so much and yeah lee was there lee was taping it being cute as fuck lee was there i had so much fun it you did did you talk to anybody yeah. did anybody was anybody like lee so many people Oh, yeah, so that was people. really fucking Famous. beautiful to see. It was really fucking sweet. Oh, my God. It was really fucking cute. Went better than I thought it was going to go. Yeah, it was great. It I was thought packed. it was going to go well, but it went like it exceeded. Packed with a fucking brim. Yeah, it was a gorgeous time. I think that was just kind of like a cute little taste for before, you know. It was oh. one of the more fun shows I've had in L.A. in, in a very long time. Hog. I don't remember the last time I actually had a fun show in L.A. Jesus. Well, you know, yeah, a lot of the shows in L.A., like, you can have big audiences, but it'll have cursed fucking energy. And I tried really fucking hard to make sure the energy was right, the vibes were cute. It's because you attract a good crowd, honker. Honk? You don't attract a bullshit crowd. Honk, I don't fucking attract a bullshit crowd. It's true, and with bullshit comics, you attract bullshit crowds. Mm -hmm. My honk didn't do that. No, honk didn't fucking do that. Yeah. But here's the thing. What the fuck? Wow, Lee. Damn it. Wow, we lost his attention. We were trying to sing his praises and have- okay, a- It doesn't matter. Let's get into it. Um, <laughs> well, wait, no, I have to tell you something. I have to tell both of you guys something. Oh, Harper, this has been weighing on Harper's chest all morning. She rushed home today in an I've Uber this morning. I've been up since six in the morning. I might have had a little single girl activity last night that wound me up at Marina fucking Del Rey. So anyways, I had to take a fucking, well, I didn't get it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. A, a nice gentleman ordered me a, a fucking Uber from Marina Del Rey to the Honk headquarters. And I never usually talk to my Ubers because I'm, I'm a bit shut down. I'm a bit shy. I'm excited to hear the story because you literally, I she won't tell me it. I know. Well, so this is my first time hearing because, it. Because I didn't want to ruin the surprise. Okay. So I never talk to my Ubers, whatever. This is at like, you know, eight in the morning today, whatever. Uh, I'm riding home. It's an, it takes an hour to get back to our place. So I'm like, fuck, this is a doozy. And at first we're just making polite conversation. He's, he's a guy from um, Belize. He's a Caribbean guy. He has super fun energy. And so I just kind of put my phone down. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to break the tradition of like my little, uh, shutdown self. And I'm going to actually start talking to him. We start talking, da, 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 da. And he's telling me how he has a date he's going on. He's really excited. He's saying he's nervous. He hasn't really dated in a long time. 
And I go, oh, you know, like, why haven't you? And he was like, well, you know, I, my my uh, my marriage ended about a year ago. And so I just feel now like I'm ready to get back out there. And I have a 10-year-old son. So it's just, it's kind of difficult for me because I'm navigating the waters. We're talking more and more and we're we're laughing, we're opening up. And that, so then I feel comfortable enough asking, um, what happened to your to your marriage? Like, why did you and oh. your... I know. I just, I just kind of went right in and you I go, go deep. honey, I, once you start podcasting, you just, you're going to ask those questions. Yeah, no. Nothing's off limits. But so yeah. And well, he, I could tell he was down. And so yeah, I love that. I like literally almost you got, read the room. Yeah, I read the room. I, I don't know. I'm not like, un, I, I'm unhinged, but I'm not like socially inept. But so he goes, um, I'll tell you, but it's a bit of a sad story. Is that okay? And I go, honey, yes, let's fucking do this. And he yeah, tells me, time. he was like, my marriage fell apart. Because he, he told me he had a, a 10-year-old son. He was like, so um, I lied. I actually had two sons. He's like, I have a... He's like, well, have. I go, interesting. What do you mean? He goes, well, in short, my marriage fell apart because of my wife's depression. And it just got too sad and we Fuck. couldn't overcome it. And, I, and I'm thinking, oh, his son passed or, you know, or something. An accident happened. Right. And he tells me his son is currently 24. But when his son was 17 years old... His son got groomed online by a 27-year-old woman, and she convinced him to keep this relationship, this online relationship a secret. And when he was 18, she comes by and scoops him up and takes him up to Lake Arrowhead to be a part of this severe, intense religious cult, like where they like wear cl- like certain clothes and it's all like they, like they have all these YouTube videos about like the rapture and, and this and that. And the only time he would ever get a text or, or ever get to communicate with his son was when he would send him a text out of the blue, like you and mom need to control the way you guys are living because, um, you know, you guys are going to go to hell. And I, like, I don't want to see you guys go to hell. And that's the only time he would ever talk to to his, his parents and his mom at, at a certain, for a certain period of time, they think their son is dead and they, they don't hear from him. They don't hear from and him. And he just disappeared. He just disappeared. They had no idea that he's in this cult. And they're like, what the fuck? Like they didn't grow up religious like that. Real quick. Did they like file a missing persons report? Yes. Was there yes. a whole thing? Yeah, there was a whole thing. Okay. So that he goes missing right when he turns 18 up until he's about 22, 23, they hire a PI, they hire a private investigator and within three months, they find him at this fucking cult and Fuck. they find all the emails and everything. And he was showing me pictures of the girl and she looks fucking gnarly. Like, you know, when you can just tell someone there's like nothing behind the eyes, like, no, there's not like a light behind her eyes. Even in these pictures, you can just see there's like, there's a kind of an insidious Is she hot. No, not fuckable. No. So why? And okay. she's like, and his son looks so like young and innocent and sweet. And like, it, I mean, you know, he's like a young boy, but she, she's nine or 10 years older than him. And, um, but yeah, so she, but what they do is like, they recruit these young kids to come up and live in this cult and like Arrowhead and men and women, men and women. And then they start like breeding them and shit like that. What? So, yeah. So he, so anyway, so they get married he marries this crazy girl, um, the cult girl. And she was like, oh, there's only 150 people on the planet that are chosen by God to save the human race. And I'm one of them. And he instructed me to save you from your family because they're all going to hell. And like this whole thing. And so anyways, he gets her pregnant. And no. have this, yes, yes. So wait, so they have this baby. Uh. 
And then finally, apparently she starts acting more and more bizarre. The PI reaches out to him. This is a year ago. The PI like goes, Hey, your parents are looking for you and they really miss you. And apparently they had to like convince him that they like love God or something. And eventually they like a lot of crazy things. He didn't want to tell me this. Um, but he, apparently a lot of crazy things were happening in the cult. He said it was too, he didn't want to make me uncomfortable with how dark it was. And I was like, oh. I, I didn't want to like push too hard, but I was like, come on, dude, come on. He's like, oh, we only have 15 minutes left. Get him I'm on like, this fucking podcast. Right. I know. And I was like, I was like, baby, park the car and let's go. Yeah. And we're so, shooting our podcast today. Get him in. I know. I know. Yeah, I, you have no idea who you're talking to. Right. Oh right. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, okay, dude, go on, go on. Okay. Okay. So something go, I don't know what it was. Uh, cause you know, I'm pushing, but I'm not trying to go too hard. So something, something fucked happens up at this cult. And it was so fucked that it kind of rattled the sun out of the, out of the mind control a little bit and was like, Ooh, I think I need to, I think I need to go back to my parents because he doesn't want the baby around this cult, but he's still in the religion. So he comes down the mountain and is now he's living because like the, and the parents divorced, you know, cause like the mom was just, she lost her son. It was too sad. Um, but they still have like a beautiful friend. He was telling me that he still has a beautiful friendship with his wife and they're still co-parenting the 10 year old. So now the son and the crazy girl, the snake, as we were calling her in the car, now the son and the snake and their baby are living together at the mom's house. What? And that's also why the dad was, t- the my Uber driver was telling me that he wants to stay in close contact with his wife because he was like, I don't feel comfortable having this woman live there, but we're so grateful that we finally got our son back, but we can't have a deep conversation with him because what? anytime we try and push, he starts like shutting down. And it's like, it's like the, he, um, I believe he said he's like, it's like the programming and the Kool-Aid starts like coming back uh. into play. And so, um, his wife has been secretly documenting crazy um, out of the ordinary behavior she's been seeing from this woman because she's living under her roof now. And she apparently does really bizarre things sometimes like waking up in the middle of the night and then like, she'll like hear yelling at the baby. And and, and also the mom's like, you know, on one hand, I want my son to, to, to break off or break, um, break the wedding or sorry, break the marriage off with her. But on the other hand, he, um, he was saying it's a double-edged sword because like, yeah, you could get her out of the picture, but if she, if she leaves, they're afraid they're going to take the baby mm-hmm. or she's going to take the baby away. And they, the baby apparently hates the mom. No. Like, and it's a, it's a little baby. And how, he was like, how old is this baby? I mean, he was showing it like just cro- like still, still no ha- like hair on the head. Like it's very young. So like she's trying to build this case to separate the mother from the yes, baby. She's trying to make yeah. them like lose custody. And she was like, I, she's like, he was telling me, our son is what? not ready to leave her yet, but he was like, I can tell the fact that he came down from that mountain after years of being up there. He's like, I can, we can tell he's getting close. And I'm like, okay. And yeah, so they're, they've been secretly documenting all of the like bizarre and um, like, unsafe behavior that this woman has been displaying. And it, they were like, we just can tell it's so telling. Cause like what, what child doesn't gravitate towards the mother, especially as what is she and, doing to this child? I know, I know because to do something, I feel like she's like harming the baby or doing something fucked, but they're like, we're, we're monitoring it really closely. And like it as in the situation. And, um, and now she still will drag, um, the son to church. Um, I think every Friday or the, almost every Friday, the mother of the child. Yes. We call her Miss snake, but yeah. So snake, snake will drag the son to church and, um, 
and then the mom will be like, oh, I'll watch the baby. I'll watch the baby. Just like make sure like the baby never goes up to the mountain and um, to Lake Arrowhead. And yeah, it's really- Where do they go to church? They go up to Lake Arrowhead where this church is. How are they oh allowed? God. And she has this YouTube channel, which I was trying to find. And I, I found some videos. I want to like cross check it. And like, maybe if it's the right one that I found, we can maybe put it up. I'm not wait, sure. Wait, 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 wait. So this cult is in Lake Arrowhead. Yes. How, so- how did they get like permission to leave the cult to come back down? They got permission because she is kind of like, I feel like an ambassador for the cult. And so she, as long as she's away, like, Why and, like did they're she... going up every Friday. So like still kind of keeping eyes. Seems like she's like high up in the organization. But oh. why, why did she want to leave initially? She didn't want to leave. The son left and was like, I need it. Like we need help with this baby. And he wouldn't tell me what happened. And I could tell that it was, you know, weighing heavy on him. So I didn't feel comfortable pushing, oh but God. all I know is something really bad happened. And that's why he felt. What is the name of this cult? Do you know? We'll, we'll do some research. We'll fill it in. Let's Lake get Arrowhead to, let's cult. Get story. Yeah. Okay. But you yeah, got to come back to that. So that was my hour long Uber ride this morning. And I was so happy. I, I connected with this man and he's like, that's Just a wild story. How a does beautiful this shit person. not get like, how is there not any kind of police interference? That's how what he was saying. Exist? And he was like, you think that like, oh, cults don't exist. Like, you know, and he was like, cults are very much a, a real thing because they hide under the guise of religion. Yes. And he was like, it's happening right under our fucking noses. Yes. It was so much wild. disgusting shit. I mean, you think about like, like really like fundamentalist Mormons, what's going on like mm-hmm. deep, deep, deep in there. Like when I read Under the Banner of Heaven and you're reading about you know, you think it's just like Mormonism, but then like deep in, there's all of this fucking incest, rape, like grooming these little I mean, girls. Catholicism. And- you, you can do this with any fucking oh, religion. It's just, oh my god. Did, oh, he, did he tell you what the religion is based on? Is it is it Christian, Christian religion? It's it's, it it's a, an extreme extreme. So they don't like worship the leader. They worship Jesus, but it's this cult is um, it's an extreme Christianity cult. But the leader has has told everyone that there's only 150 people on the planet, and like he's one of them. And then I think a, a select few. Crazy how they're all up in Lake Arrowhead. Crazy, and <laughs> what a coincidence. And they're all white. <laughs> Are they all white? Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Is, was is his kid white? You no, said no, he's from- no. He he's a he's a black man. Yeah. And the woman's white. And the woman is white. How did she? So they're like in? praying. It seems like they're like praying on minorities. But they're doing it to little girls as well. Probably. Yeah, little like young girls and young boys. Oh my god! And then it's so sad because yeah, this is gonna fuck him up for so long, and then maybe eventually he'll come out like a real Leah Remini story, you mm-hmm. know, where like years later you're like, holy fuck! I know. But so just let's listen to the you know we gotta fucking go to we gotta storm Lake Arrowhead. All right, as soon as this podcast is over, <laughs> we're fucking we're going fucking... to Lake Arrowhead and getting the fucking culties out. We gotta figure out what cult this is. I'm insane now about this. We should do an episode on. We cults. should fucking do undercover boss bullshit, and fu- I want to. Fu- I want someone to like try and recruit my ass. I, I would actually. I would like to do an episode on cults let's and be do like it next week okay great oh let's do it next week cults, yeah. y'all we're doing cults next week yeah okay okay and it-, and, and it can be it can be stories that you have heard about too it can be like family it, members your own experience family members your own experience but also if you if you like have a <clears throat> lot of information on this one cult like you watch a good documentary or something mm-hmm. like that and you want to like 
write it up and send it in. Let us send it in. Love a good cult story. Oh, obsessed. and if you have any um, tips on how to get someone out of a cult, let me know because I did get this guy's contact. Like, Did you really? Yeah, no, we like, we, I really enjoyed this man's company. Yeah. It was really great. But it's so insane because I feel like it's one of those things that the same way that it is with getting sober is like people kind of have to come to because mm-hmm. it's like you said with this, with the mother and the son's relationship, like they don't want to like scare him because yeah. if they do, he'll take off again. That's what he's saying. He's like, we just want to like shake him, but that's why we're just keeping it surface level because he already came down from the mountain. He's like, I can tell he's starting to wake up. So we're just trying to like give it some time. Wow. Scary. Wow. I know. Well, all right. So we'll get so back glad to I that. Saved that y'all. <laughs> There's our intro for this week. Let's get into the stories. We got a lot of them. Again, we're not going to be able to get to all of them. We'll get to them in Patreon if we missed yours. And uh, we're going to start off hot today. Okay. 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 Ladies, it's me blank. And I don't tell this. We know her. And I don't tell this story really because people would think I'm insensitive about mental health issues, which I kind of am. (laughs) (laughs) So I was hospitalized in a psych ward my freshman year of college because I was self-harming. But it's like, sorry, I can't stop cutting my stomach and punching myself in the face. (laughs) 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 Bitch, you're funny. This shit had me screaming. So first of all, so first of all, I snuck my phone in because this old nurse was doing my search and I was like, no way is she going to check my titties. And she didn't. I go in and they gave me my room and were like, your roommate's folder is in your room, but don't look at it. So of course I look and it says schizophrenic in this hose folder. So I'm like, fuck that. So I ran into someone else's room and switched the folders. <laughs> For seven nights, this schizo woman had to be fucking put down because she would start screaming about how she was going to kill herself and everybody. And her roomie w- and her roomie was all, "Why me?" And I was all, "Yeah, that sucks." LMFAO, <laughs> sorry, bitch. <laughs> People don't understand that like mental illness, when you're in a mental hospital surrounded by these people, there's a hierarchy to it. Some of us are a little nuts, but some of us are fucking batshit and you'd rather be dead than have to communicate with them. <laughs> like there was this one guy who, I don't know what illness he had, but he could not stop talking about squirting. <laughs> That sounds like Harper. Honestly, lock um, me up. That's, he could not stop talking. <laughs> what illness? He just couldn't stop talking about squirting. Um, it sounds like a man who knows what he wants. So. <laughs> so one day we were all in gym class and this gym teacher told me, you don't care about what happens to you in front of everyone. And I lost it. I'm talking full screaming, full like animal let loose out of a cage, left gym. Uh, uh, left the gym, some other demented hoe was like, Megan, what's wrong? And I still feel so bad about this. All of the nurses were hiding behind the bulletproof glass from me, cracking up emojis. I literally charged this 55-year-old, half-dementia, half-mentally-incompetent, basically disabled woman and was like, get the fuck away from me! Sending her into a crying fit where she is just going, Megan, why? And I'm like, my name isn't fucking Megan, you psycho. (laughs) Because your name isn't Megan. That's pretty funny. Anyway, so there was this guy there that I had a huge crush on. He wanted to get a tattoo of Elmer Fudd looking into his asshole with a gun. (laughs) Like looking for Bugs Bunny. Okay, Mm. that was always my stepfather's favorite joke was that he was going to get Elmer Fudd 
pointing a gun at his asshole saying, come out, you wascally wabbit. Is this your this is Okay, I'm seeing a crossover. Okay, so, okay, anyway, but I had a boyfriend at the time. We broke up, and then when I came back for sophomore year, that guy and I hung out, and I got anally raped by him. That's all. (laughs) 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 Fuck you. Dude. So we went from cutting stomach, punching yourself in the face, switching the folders. So your roommate had to go be with the schizophrenic woman. Um, you being like, LMAO, yeah, bitch. I don't know why. It sucks to be you. Oh, to, uh, wow. Losing it. Uh, can can we go back over like yeah. her her flip out where she like scared everybody? Yeah, I yeah, really, yeah. I didn't really get She was like that. charging yeah, someone like a bull. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a... Uh, so one day we were all in gym class and this gym teacher told me, you don't care about what happens to you mm-hmm. in front of everyone. So just kind of undressed her in front of everybody. Yes. Yeah. So the gym teacher just in front of everybody is like, you don't care about what happens to you. Okay. And she lost it. I'm talking full screaming, full like animal let loose out of a cage, left the gym. Some other demented hoe was like, Megan, what's wrong? And I still feel so bad about all this. All of the nurses were hiding behind bullet, <laughs> bulletproof glass from me. So she's just fucking wild. She's out, screaming. Crazy. Well, hey, if you're in the land of the crazies, you kind of have like you a, embrace you, it. You know, you can't do that shit at like the fucking Beverly Center. I, I honestly, well, you could, but then you'd end up here. Well, then you're gonna go there. But that's but the honestly, thing. this kind of sounds. I mean, and this is not to like you know mock mental health at all, but like it does sound like it'd be pretty wild to be in one of these institutions because you could just wild the fuck out. And do don't you ever have that impulse when you're in public where you're like, I wish I could just fucking like scream and like let loose. I have that all the time. Are like, you ta- are you talking about just like you know you're, like you're sitting peacefully and then all of a sudden you're like yeah if you're in a restaurant and all of a sudden you're like oh fuck you all fuck off yeah so I don't have get that up. that sounds like something else yeah, see, I have that all the time <laughs> yeah so you actually might need to take a little trip sometimes so. <laughs> or like sometimes when I'm talking to people that I don't even really know I just think about going Aah! yeah your intrusive thoughts are becoming more and more alarming yeah so it's an eye-opening like, but yes. i do appreciate you sharing this with us all so um, it sounds like this is where that's happening and you know she's just yeah. going off and she's she charges this 55 year old half <laughs> like dementia. a fucking bull yeah. okay yeah and was like get the fuck away from me sending her this, into a crying fit <laughs> i know i know who wrote this in and this makes me respect i already respected her so much and yeah. i didn't think i could possibly respect and love her any more than i already do which is and also i do like the the hierarchy in the mental institution because that's kind of how i feel about like in aa or like in program mm-hmm. you you hear other people's stories and you're like Oh, like this person's like fucked up, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, I just, I just kept drinking and driving. <laughs> well, there's also the people who have been there so long, and there's the people, right. yeah, you know, it's it's kind of it's kind of like it's like AA, but also a little bit of prison rules too. It's true. But, yeah. yeah. Okay. So. God damn it! That was fucking iconic. So then she got anally raped by the Elmer Fudd guy. Ooh. Yeah. Anally raped. I wish. Too. I wish he would have gotten charged. Yeah. Like a bull and with, you know, with, um, anally and he was another patient. I, that's where I got met. It's not, I thought, like, I thought that's when yeah. she got, oh, wait, I misunderstood. I thought that's when she got out and that she had a boyfriend at the time. And then that's who did it. No, her and her boyfriend broke that- up and then the Elmer Fudd guy anally raped her. And then the Elmer Fudd she had a big got crush there. Okay. That's what it sounded like. Yeah. And then, In the mental huh. institution. Yeah. Well, <sighs> great story, girl. Um, sorry about the anal. You're funny, though. Yeah. 
Can't wait to ask. And that just goes to show that sometimes rape is worth it. If you can get a few jokes off. Hey, (laughs) hey, sometimes it is. Hey. I mean, how funny is it that you fucking, you're cutting your stomach and punching yourself in the face? I mean, it's not and that th- funny, but think, it, is, it is. You think, oh, I'm, uh, your parents are like, oh my God, she's cutting herself and punching herself. It can't get worse than that. And life was like, oh, 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 hold on. I remember when I was little and I would get like really just like worked up. I would like slam my head against the wall. Oh, I would slap myself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oof. Especially if my parents started yelling at me. You like, yeah, yeah. you want to do something. Yeah. You want to hurt me. Anyway, okay. we have Next up. fun. Hey, okay. let's see what you've got, honk. Okay, honk. So in 2017, I had been putting off going to the hospital over what I thought was bloating and a slight fever. I was sure I'd just kind of get over it. But on November 19th, 2017, I couldn't take it any longer and asked my girlfriend to take me to the ER at I, uh, UCI in Orange, California. Okay. Turns out my liver was failing and it was sleep oh, seeping bile into the rest of my body, causing severe edema, swelling, that went literally all the way to my feet, to my face. What Mm. the fuck? No. Uh, My fever was sitting at 103, and Mm. I was going septic. When harmful stuff gets into your blood, then gets spread around throughout the rest of the body. So we get a room, and like six people are yelling over each other on what to address first. One nurse started barking out orders to each person. Specifically, then I started to black out. I remember a huge needle being stuck into my side and they extracted this bright green fluid from my abdomen, No, uh, my abdomen bile. And they ended up taking out four liters of that stuff out uh-uh. of me. Uh-uh. <laughs> then I officially blacked out. I woke up after a medically induced coma, December 12th, 2017. When was she checked in? November 19th. And, um, I woke up after a medically induced coma, December 12th, uh, 2017 oh. at Cedar sinai in LA and my Ooh. friends were tied down and my throat was killing me. So I asked what the, what the hell happened? They told me I had pneumonia. Uh, so they needed to shove a tube down my throat to pump air into my lungs. I was told I also, um, tried to pull the tube out several times. So they had to physically restrain me. <laughs> Doctor came in and said I needed a liver transplant. So two weeks after I woke up from the coma, I was on the operating table on December 25th, 2017. I got a, li- a liver from a donor in Northern California. I'm doing great now and I'll be taking immune uh, system suppressors for the rest of my life. But hey, I'm alive to tell the story. There's a whole lot more to the story. So if you guys want to hear more, shoot me an email and I'll give out the full story in gory detail. And if you want them, I got pictures. Bitch, of course we want yeah, pictures. We, want, we always want pictures. I was actually disappointed in you. Like, okay. I got pictures of the post-op wound with my midsection. Love the podcast, you guys. Keep kicking ass. With love from Orange County. Dude, how... Wait, so... Wow. I'm so happy you're okay. That is so... Fu- light green. My from friend had What this- was it caused by? Did they have any conclusion? Um, yeah, Turns out my say. liver, your liver was failing because like your liver um, filters out all the toxins in your but body, why? and their liver was failing, and the liver was um, was failing. So there's, all, yeah, all there of like no... the bile and like that that nasty shit that your body can't process was leaking out. I don't think she said why though. D- yeah, like if there was any reason. Okay, why so I had a friend show. die of this actually. No. Yes, and um, it was so fucked up and yeah he had no idea this was happening um but was he like in good health like was he drinking like what happened so he drank a lot and smoked a lot of cigarettes and drank a lot of coffee and um his liver started feeling and then his stomach acid started leaking out and then 
yeah, he like swore they they couldn't remove the liquid in time, the the bile in time, and then he. It was very dark. Um, but anyway, I'm happy you're alive. And I really need to see pictures of the lime green goo. These stories are... I don't think she has pictures of the lime green goo. She has pictures I know, of, of the midsection. But I'm telling okay, you what, what if she does I have need, pictures of Lee? the lime green glue. Wow, classic man. I say what lime I want. Green no, actually, no. Actually, that's what tell what she has. Hey, yeah, hey uh, Harper, you can't get what you want, please. Hey, okay, actually, Lee. Hey, you <laughs> Now I feel like I've been anally raped. So yeah, well you technically have, but honestly I technically have. Lee just if so for those of you listening, I was just anally raped by Lee, and I honestly, we caught it on camera. And now I have him. to fucking do a podcast because I'm a professional. Oh. Okay, yeah, I'm exhausted. The shit that I have to fucking deal with in this workplace is unfucking real. Hold on, I want to unpack more <laughs> of this because it's fucking it crazy cra- that this shit. It's fucking crazy. It's crazy that this shit just happens to people's bodies, and also that it's been going on, and you don't, and like you had slight bloat like bitch i'm fucking bloated all the time what's going on inside me listening to this shit always like reminds me to be so grateful for my health because like yes. that's something i take for granted all the time and then you hear these stories of just like freak fucking things happening and like i've never i've the only time i've ever been to the hospital besides being born was when um i got my tonsils removed but like i've never been somebody who needs to I mean, like going to get fucking pap smears and shit but like i've never Pappy. had to go to the hospital for any reason that's great. Never, yeah. Just, what about you, Harper? Oh, what about me? Yeah, what's your I, story? well, I, okay, so I had, you know, I, I've gone to the hospital a lot. Um, I've had broken bones and whatnot, but um, so you can get epilepsy. I, okay, so I have epilepsy, la, 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 we get it. Um, but you can get epilepsy from a few different ways. Um, it um, it kind of runs in my family, but, and they think that I was having sleep seizures in high school, but I just went undocumented. But when I was 21, I was dating a very abusive girl and she ended up pushing me down a flight of stairs in a fight. And when I was at the bottom of the stairs, I tried to call, like I tried to like get my phone to call for help. And then she ended up coming and smashing my phone. So I couldn't. And I just felt there was something wrong with my neck. Kind of a funny joke. It's actually hilarious. And so anyways, I felt there was something wrong with my neck, whatever. Ended up going to the hospital in the morning. And she was like, I have work. You're really inconveniencing me. And I'm like, I'm sorry. And so then anyways, I was very lucky. And you were kind of acting like a bitch. Well, I honestly, I was being kind of a fucking pussy. Um, But anyways, so I go, okay, yeah, that's enough. And so anyways, so I go to the hospital and I was actually the same hospital that my friend died at. So love to see it. And then, um, when I was there, they said that the, I had some nerve damage on my neck. And I was just like, oh, okay, I didn't really think anything of it. Um, but then that's when I started having all these fainting spells after ever since I fell down the stairs. And then that's when my epilepsy really came out in full force. And then I was in and out of the hospital the whole time I was 21 and 22. And they didn't know what it was. They thought I had heart failures. I almost had heart surgery. And then I almost had brain surgery. And then they finally figured out that it was epilepsy. And they go, good news. It's coming from all over your brain. So, cause usually epilepsy, um, just either comes from either the front part of your brain or the back. So you can do a surgery and then you'll be all good. But because mine comes from all over, there'd be no point to do surgery. Cause it comes, they'd have to remove your entire brain. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want that. I mean, I would love a lobotomy, but, um, yeah, no. Right. Okay. So you just have to kind of hang out with your fucked up brain for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. That's an intense way to go to the hospital. Yeah. Well, fuck. Not, well, a- not anally rape, but close. Well. Um. Okay. I got I got hit by a, a car on my bike and and had to go. Was it Gabby who hit you? Yeah. What? How bad did you get hit? So I got hit head on. Uh, I was Jesus. Yeah. 
So I was going. Um, Did you like tumble over the car? Yeah. You, so, Whoa! Yeah, so I. Matrix it was, style. It was in Boston. So like I, I had just gotten this bike. I was super excited about it. It was my first year of college. And I'm going. It's, it's nighttime and I'm going the wrong way on a one way with no mm-hmm. light on my bike. So it was completely my fault. And this guy comes up and doesn't use his blinker to turn and doesn't see me and hits me completely head on. I, I, I smash, I smash into, Jesus. into the bumper and I flip over my handlebars and land in his windshield. So like my body is inside his windshield and you cracked it. And I, and I yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Completely smashed. And I think I uh, kind of blacked out for a minute and then I come to and I'm, I'm on top of his car. I'm literally sitting like cradled in his windshield and um, like a little baby. And I, and I roll off his car and I'm like, and I start screaming at him. I'm like, what the fuck? This is a brand new fucking bike. Where the fuck are my shoes? And so <laughs> I like started, where are my shoes? Yeah. I where are my shoes? Out. One shoe was under the car. One shoe was like 50 feet away. Why was that the first thing you were concerned about? Cause they were, they, they were J's. They were really on. nice. Yeah. They were J's. Yeah. They were really nice. I didn't have any shoes. He had, on. he had his black tar heroin hidden in the shoes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he does. So yeah. he was like, Oh no, yeah. my perks. And, uh, and, then like a bystander came by. He's like, "You're in shock. Sit down." So I like sit down. I'm like, "Wait, no, nobody's gonna handle this." I no, need I need my shoes. I need this guy's information. So I got his information, and then I was still in shock. So I carried my bike to my friend's house where I was going. Jesus, and to smoke a blunt. Why didn't and- you call the fucking police? Uh, I don't know. I was in college and I was a little dr- druggy weirdo. Yeah. Like I never, I wasn't like going to call the cops. And so he's not a snitch. Yeah. Nobody around you called the cops. What about the guy no, whose windshield you fucking broke? Well, cause he probably didn't want to go to jail for hitting someone. And, and he was in or, a company car too. Oh, so like, imagine explaining so, that. So we got a business. He gave, me, he gave me a couple hundred bucks cash. Oh, and then I go to the hospital. Oh I get God. all the glass cut out. I get all the glass taken out of my arm. Uh, I had both, I had nothing was broken, but I had sprained knees, both sprained knees, both sprained ankles, uh, could barely walk for like a week. And then, um, and then his insurance ended up getting me a new, a new bike and, um, shoes and, uh, new shoes too. Sure. And, um, and what saved me was I had one of those big kryptonite U locks, uh, in my backpack and, mm-hmm. and like a school book. And so I had like a break. I didn't have a helmet on. I had like a brace, like a, like a, like a structure on my back. So when, so the way I landed, I landed back first into his windshield, didn't hit my head, didn't hit anything else. Just kind of sprained my knees and ankles from the impact. Holy shit. Fuck. Yeah. Lucky on that. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah you're lucky, lucky you can still fucking walk. Yeah. Yeah. I thought hit, if you had gone head first, see you later. I know. I, I hang out. I, I just instinctively kind of hung on and flipped. Wow. Yeah. Parkour. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> nice. That's, that's like my worst nightmare is just like accidentally hitting somebody. Ugh. My worst fear is getting um, accused for a crime I didn't commit. All right. On to the next. <laughs> All right. Trigger warning. No. There's no, there are Don't no. Don't be a fucking This pussy. entire podcast is a trigger warning. Yeah. yeah. At the very start of the pandemic in 2020, my IUD became infected and had to be removed. Oh! The next week, I was supposed to have a new one put in. However, my doctor's office closed along with all the other businesses at the start of quarantine. Convenient. There were on- they were only seeing urgent patients, and my IUD placement was not urgent enough. Sexist. 
Fast forward a few weeks and I am in major spring fever with my boyfriend of two months. I call my doctor and beg them to put my IUD in because I'm certain that my boyfriend is going to get me pregnant. I was baby crazy. They said I still had to wait. That month, we had unprotected sex one time for about one minute. Switched to anal after that, LOL. Right on, sister. All these listeners are anal heads. I know. Sure enough, I found out I was pregnant two weeks later. Jesus Christ. I was super happy, but also horrified at the same time, knowing that we were in no way prepared to have a kid together. I have two kids already, and he has one. I became attached to the pregnancy right away, and it was something we had both talked about wanting, even though we had practically just met three months ago. Fast forward a few more weeks, I'm at his place, and I'm suddenly looking super pregnant and showing. I remember that day in particular, it was like my stomach started showing overnight. We're having sex and suddenly I start feeling cramps and stabbing pain. We stop and I get up. The room starts spinning and I throw up everywhere and pass out. I wake up to my boyfriend freaking out, not knowing what to do. He calls my doctor and she says I'm probably having a miscarriage, that I should go to the hospital if I'm bleeding. Weird thing was, I wasn't bleeding at all, just bad cramps and pain. I start to get worse as the night goes on and my boyfriend decides to take me to the ER. It's COVID, so no one could come with me. I register at the front desk in the worst pain of my life. I'm literally screaming bloody murder like I'm about to die. The doctors rush me to the ultrasound room. I'm sitting there while the tech is looking at my stomach and she gets very quiet and her face drops. She says she's going to be right back and that she needs to talk to the doctor. I'm laying there practically unconscious, and I get a text from the hospital I'm in that says, patient is being transferred to the emergency OR. I guess I was going into surgery? They rush in and tell me my fallopian tube had ruptured and that I was bleeding out internally. Okay. I wake up after surgery and they tell me that my ovary actually ruptured and that they were able to save it. They drained 12 ounces of blood out of my abdomen. Turns out I wasn't showing from pregnancy. My stomach had been pooling with blood for over a day. (sighs) They said that they had to remove the pregnancy tissue and I lost the pregnancy. I was devastated. They said I had to get labs done twice in a few days to make sure I had definitely lost the pregnancy. My boyfriend takes me home and I spend the next week trying to deal with what happened. I go and get my labs done to make sure my pregnancy levels have fallen, and the nurse calls me to tell me that I'm actually still pregnant. Oh, my God. I I got labs done a few days later, and I was, in fact, still pregnant. Bitch. My boyfriend and I both freak out at this news, and he has a panic attack and dumps me on the spot. (laughs) He says he he doesn't want the baby, and he will never help me raise it. (laughs) I am absolutely gutted. I talk to my surgeon and doctor, and they tell me that even though the pregnancy is growing, it's not viable with the things they had to remove in surgery and that I would eventually miscarriage. After thinking long and hard, I made the decision to have an abortion and end the pregnancy early instead of wait. Worst part was, if you've had surgery recently, they make you wait two more weeks before you can have the abortion. My boyfriend, now ex-boyfriend, went completely MIA during this period, and I laid around sulking and deeply depressed and alone in quarantine. Mm. I was finally able to get in touch with him before the procedure, and I made him drive me to the clinic. The abortion went very smooth, and everyone was nice. My ex took me home and left. 
It was one of the worst experiences of my life. And the part I regret most is making my ex take me to get my abortion. Mm -hmm. We ended up hooking up a few weeks later. And during sex, he said he wanted to get me pregnant again. No. Fuck breeding kinks. (gasps) He was... And is seriously a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. I decided to name my baby Ramona, and I laid in bed crying and sad for about a year after it happened. I finally moved on and am not hurting anymore, and that was the last time I was in the hospital. P.S., the Jesus freaks outside the abortion clinic were yelling at me that that abortion is a sin, blah, 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 and I told them that I loved Satan and I loved killing babies. (laughs) My ex did not think that was funny, but I did, LOL. Your ex is a fucking cunt and you're a queen. Oh my God. That honestly should be, there's so much to address, but just right off the top, I I feel like the protesters outside of clinics, I mean, I know it's free speech, but like, that's so fucking traumatic. I really feel like they should have to do it like down the street or something. That's so fucking just like emotionally traumatizing. Literally. Thank God that she's like a strong bitch and she, you know... Fuck, dude. Just, and all, yeah. Fuck, fuck those protesters out there. They have no idea. I mean, I know that they think that they're doing what's best, but they have no idea what the fuck you're going through. Mm-mm. They're probably from that Lake Arrowhead fucking cold. Bet they are. Can you imagine? That's such a fucking horrendous story. Mm-hmm. Girl. That's so much fucking, that's a roller coaster of heartbreak to like not only have to deal with, um, you know, going into surge and then like being a, and also it's during COVID. So yeah, you don't get to have a support system. Pregnancy, boyfriend dumping you because he's a fucking little penis fuck. Um, just, it's always the people with breeding kinks that are afraid of intimacy too. Showing, not showing, but actually internally bleeding. And so you think like you're, you're, you're pregnant, but you're fucking dying. So, and then when you have, when she said she had, um, a fallopian tube burst or Mm -hmm. it was a, it yeah, was fallopian a, tube burst. And then a fucking, what was it, something else? An ovarian? Cis? Some shit burst. Mm-hmm. What does that fucking mean? I mean, just like fallopian tubes is where the baby goes, right? So, yeah, so, so your ovaries cool. are I know like, nothing about women's anatomy. Well, I'm like anatomy. pointing up by my, I'm like sitting down. So I'm like, your ovaries? No, but so like <laughs> it's it's your ovaries and then the fallopian tubes connect down to your uterus. Right. So it's like. So then your baby grows in the uterus. So your baby grows in the uterus. And the fallopian tubes, okay. Are like on the, uh, like up on the. So I that think bursts, I've been to the doctors like one. No, um, but yeah. <laughs> so uh, that bursts, are you unable to get pregnant? I think you could. We need a fucking doctor on this shit. I know. We only have a scientist. We need a fucking doctor. Dude, that's Um, a a traumatic and insane story. And again, another one of those things. It's like, what the fuck is going on inside of our bodies? I know, bitch. Fuck that guy. Okay. Oh, my God. Speaking of uh, inside of our bodies, there is... Fuck, what the fuck is it called? There's this new show on Netflix called, like, Understanding Pleasure or something. And I it, started watching it. Yes, it's so good. I and watched I, the first episode. I want to get to the couple's part. Yes, yes. Same. I watched the first, first episode, too. And I don't know I, I don't know about you, but I was learning shit I had never even learned before. And it's, like, also, it's like, crazy because there's, um... Like, I love how they were, like, also, there's not a G-spot. It's, like, not a real thing. Yeah, yeah. There's, like, there's like pressure points, but it's not, like, an actual, like, button. And that your fucking vagina gets all hard like a penis because mm-hmm. they're, like, all the same parts, but it's, like, a vagina is, like, uh, it's just, like, a penis, but, like, broken up. And well, and, the, you know, like, uh, on y'all's, like, fucking ball sacks, the line down the middle, if it would have kept growing, it would have turned into a pussy. That's so, what that was. So, yeah. so the line down the middle of your balls is where your pussy's supposed to be split. Yeah. 
where your pussy is split. That is wild. Men and women were the same, but we're not because women are better. Men are literally just not developed as much as women. That's honestly, literally. And you can honestly say that again and again and again. Okay, wait. Can you get pregnant after your fallopian tube ruptures? Um, Only IVF. Oh, okay. Would be the only way to achieve that. Good to know. Well, we answered our question. So, for my bursted queens, get IVF, on IVF. baby. Um, okay. Fuck. I'm really happy she's okay because I was really fucking gnarly and no. I hope your ex burns in hell. Um, okay. Hey, Gabby Harper and Lee. This is my super fucking traumatic ass psych ward experience. Okay. Got another crazy. Uh, so, when I was 15 in 2016, I went into psychosis and let's just say I did some really dumb shit. I had untreated OCD for so long and the obsessions made me lose sleep for a month and I descended into psychosis. I was in active psychosis for about a month before I went into the hospital. During this time, I saw subliminal messages from Donald Trump in the comments of the Katy Perry Dark Horse music video telling me he was hacking my computer and sending my information to Russia. Okay, I saw that too, so don't let them ever lock you up again because you're onto something. <laughs> Gabby, I know you saw it too, so honey, no. Not the Dark, dark Horse, horse Okay, honey, a Dark Horse and indeed. And you want to play with matches. 2024. Okay, no. Um, I laugh looking back at that because if Donald Trump were ever going to do that to me personally, he would never do it through a Katy Perry music video. Not really his vibe. Oh my god. Maybe the maybe through like a Nickelback video. I was so scared of all these thoughts. I would, no, I would go with Katy Perry. I would honestly. go, you know, because Nickelback is too on the nose, babe. No, Donald and you had it right, and me and Gabby had it's, it right the first time. It's, it's Dark Perry. Horse. For those of you who don't know, go watch the music video and you're going to learn a lot. Um, okay. I was so, but don't tell anyone because then you're going to And that's on up. Illuminati. Okay, yeah, and though. that's on, who, who, no. Okay. Uh, I was so scared of all these thoughts I had that I decided to run away, but not in a planned out way like most teenagers run away. I instead went outside barefoot and started sprinting down the dirt road besides my, beside my house to get away from the mind control. Oh. We got a smart queen. Um, along with my Donald Trump delusion, oh. I was very sure that I was a doll oh. and that my parents were controlling me with a secret electronic control system oh. that they had put me into without my knowledge. Yes. Oh. Yes. When I was running, I guess I had forgotten that I also had barely slept and ate for the past three weeks. So oh. I legit passed out on a front porch. My 66-year-old grandma was sprinting after me as I ran, and she found me on said porch and decided to call my parents. I somehow remember all this, which caused me to have flashbacks of the delusions and fear every day for the last six years. When my parents showed up at this house, they tried to get me to go in the car with them, but because I was convinced they were programming me to a complacent... To be a complacent child, I preferred to lie down on a random-ass lady's driveway in the July heat. I got tanned, though, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Sweet. Who needs a tanning bed? Exactly, you can have a Just have a break. little breakdown of the sun. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, so lesson be learned. Wait till the summer. Um, anyways, they had to yeah. call the EMS, and they pulled me off the ground and drove me to the hospital against my wishes. But at that point, homegirl had forgotten her own name. Damn. Things only get weirder from here because in the psych emergency room, my delusions shifted and I was no longer a doll, but I was every single farm animal from old McDonald had a farm. <laughs> Bitch. When I was a cow, I fun. when I was a cow, so uh yeah, or maybe yeah. then I was a cow. 
then I was a cow. So I literally laid on the ER bed, masturbating in front of security guards, belting, moo, I'm a cow. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) So it's normal. So it's normal when Doja Cat does it, but it's crazy when you do it. You're in the fucking ER masturbating. And you're just like, you moo, I'm a fucking cow. Like, are you even enjoying it or are you just doing it? I mean, it sounds enjoyable. It sounds like homegirl was fucking (laughs) hooting and hollering and EIOing. Okay, just wait, just wait, because this gets even crazier. There's three more paragraphs. They laughed. That quickly turned into me being Mary, the mother of God, at Uh, the same time as being a cow. Masturbating cow. Maybe Mary was a cow. The Bible never never really said otherwise. True. Okay, we got a deep thinker on our hands. So for the next month, I was in this adolescent psych ward where I had so much fun. (laughs) I was put on the locked side, which is the side where you're either suicidal or a danger to others. I was a spicy mix of both. Thank you very much. (laughs) God put on different... Oh, got put on different 10 different benzos, sleep tranquilizers, a bunch of antipsychotics and antidepressants, and the girl and girl, I was floating for real. Uh, by that point, I had completely forgotten about Trump and I was convinced the universe turned me into a frog because I was bad. No, not psychotic a frog. me has a thing for animals, apparently. There were a few times I tried to poke the eyes out of the nurses. No. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Another time I took off my clothes in the middle of a psychiatrist appointment. Nope. And the best time uh, where I ripped the soap dispenser off the wall and tried to eat it. Oh. I don't know how I did that because it was stuck on there pretty tight. Uh, I also spent my- that bir- animal strength. Mm. Oh, I also spent my birthday at the psych ward where I made the nurse give me prison braids because I felt like I was locked up. <laughs> I was in no way a rebellious team and took AP classes and loved church. So the fact that I asked for prison braids is so random to me because, okay, miss girl. (laughs) Anyways, that's my hospital experience. I'm 20 now. Oh, okay. Miss young queen. Young. I know little baby. I'm 20 now. And it's been almost six years since that whole situation. And I recently just got off the last pill I was prescribed way back when it's funny to look back on all my delusions when they come into my head because I don't believe them anymore. LOL. Thanks for listening. Okay, Miss Cute. That Ms. was Fun. a roller coaster. Roller fucking. You were fucking young when that happened. Yeah, she was a little itty bitty. Okay, so six years. Okay, so she was like, yeah, like 14. And this was all brought on because of OCD and lack OCD of sleep. OCD is wild. Yes. But she, so she starts getting delusional because she like and the, has these, OCD these so obsessive, severely. Yeah. So she's like sleep deprived and she has these obsessive thoughts. Everyone always thinks OCD is like, oh, I need to make everything clean. It, OCD no. is so much darker and deeper than that. Oh my God. I had an ex with OCD and it was so sad. Um, the, the insanity of that story. And I know. It, it's so crazy to me that like your brain can like literally break like that and then you can just be like, fine. Okay. I just saw this movie last night called Everything Everywhere All at Once and it deals with your brain breaking and you, you're you like, they're, they're hopping through universes, but it, it does also kind of deal with like struggling to stay in reality. It's a beautiful movie. Oh. You guys should see. It's one of the, it's, it is the best movie I've ever seen. It's incredible. But um, it is fascinating to me that we are capable of creating these own realities. And if your brain gets damaged like that, especially at like a young sweet age and like you know they're so young because that's like the shit that happens you know because when you're usually in your like late teens to like 
early to mid 20s mm-hmm. that's like when the mental illness really starts revving up so you yeah. were young when that happened i know also really interesting that you i mean i don't I, you didn't specify in there but that you don't have any mental illness now well yeah she just got off the last pill that she was prescribed that's a that's beautiful that she was able to heal from that i also wonder too but i'm sad she lost the cow thing i know the cow Ask thing the doctors if you can bring the cow thing back because that was fun not you being 14 and just fucking masturbating i'm like it's so funny too how like not so funny but like with these like manic episodes people always go into this thing where they're being controlled always we're always yeah we're always being controlled my um well such a fear of being controlled it's like it's like this oppressive force that like wants to grab you it's just a selfish state of mind is it or do you think it's our souls being like no it's the world is revolves around me Okay. Okay, Lee. That I, that was a wild fucking story. Also, I, I wonder how many people we've experienced that are like that are like homeless and that are having like mental breakdowns just because they're sleep deprived and blah blah blah. Like, how many people would be better off if they just like got some sleep and some good meals for like a month or took two? A fucking snooze. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, your body starts deteriorating when the lack of sleep makes you that insane that's I mean so think crazy. about when you don't get enough sleep like I start getting like I, I remember one time you and I recorded an episode and we had barely slept and we were like, blah, blah, blah. like we were like unhinged it and can so kill you it can kill it, you it, that's that so crazy because yeah. yeah your brain just starts going insane yeah but going back to the controlled <sighs> thing I had a family friend attempt suicide about 10 years ago he and he drove his car off a cliff uh in Malibu and by the grace of God or whatever you want to you want to call it he like was not harmed at all, but wow. he did admit to trying to kill himself when he was found. Like the car was completely totaled and they were even saying, there's no way that you could have survived this. This is this is um, bizarre. He admitted that he was trying to kill himself. So he got put on, I believe, you know, I'm sorry, maybe this isn't the right amount of time, but I'm pretty sure it was like a two week cold in a, in a, in a psych ward. And the same thing, my, da- my dad went to go visit him, um, our family friend and he was saying the same thing. He's like, they're fucking watching me, man. They got cameras in here. The fucking government's yeah, after me. They're watching. watching me. And my dad, and like, this is not, he's never displayed any type of um, mental illness like that before yeah. or paranoia. And my dad was telling me about this and he was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this is so bizarre, but it really is wild that like when you get in there, so it makes you think like. It is a crazy phenomenon though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that like when you go into that state, you, you like it, it's, it's ubiquitous. It's like everybody starts to think the same thing. So I, I get where you think that there's like this kind of weird conspiracy about it. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. because it's like, why does everybody go to the same the control- place? Obsessed with the uh, dark horse Donald Trump. Um, oh, obsessed, but you really are tapping into something really spot on. God, that's so fucking, <laughs> what a wild <laughs> thing. What a wild thing. Okay. Okay, let's go. Are we ready for the next one? Yeesh. Oof, okay. ER, hospital stay, and a fight. All right. For context, I ran away from my mother's abusive home at 16 and ended up living with my dad in the same town. Trauma had me doing a lot of drugs and alcohol, and at some point, I was also living on cherry rock stars instead of food and water. All right. That'll fucking kill you. One day I woke up. So cra- uh, first of all, it's so crazy that we can like survive off of that. For, I know, right? Uh, well, you can survive off your own urine also for five days. I mean- Okay. Urine, rock star, you know, it's a toss-up. People, I got real quick, quick interjection. I remember seeing this um, 
My Strange Addiction, where this girl was like oh. only addicted to, she could only eat like chicken McNuggets and like her entire life, all she ate was chicken McNuggets. And it's like, how the fuck did her body survive that long? Truly. Off of just chicken McNuggets. All right, anyway. Mm-mm. <laughs> so she's living off Cherry Rockstars. One day I wake up at my boyfriend's house with horrible back pain and barely being able to see. I stumbled into his bathroom and started vomiting. The symptoms continued, so he called my stepmom for me, and she took me to the ER. I was struggling to even stand. They treated me for a massive kidney infection and kept me for about five days. I was barely able to eat my hospital diet of chicken nuggets, triggered, and blue Gatorade. Yum. That's the hospital diet? Why wouldn't they give you, like, fucking vegetables and water because it's America baby and they want to keep us down that's true and that's on capitalism they want us to be sad yeah. little mind controlled piglets yeah they do I was three weeks away from being 18 so my 5'8 ass had to use a tiny children's toilet and my room was decorated with baby animals and shit it was hilarious we should hit up Miss Cowgirl that's funny my mom had visited me and didn't act like shit but she did make me listen to an Adele song that had just came out <laughs> yes terrible she played that she played the concerned mom card so hard although we weren't speaking at this point outside of the hospital situation i love that she comes in and plays you an adult song she's like this will get you i know what my daughter needs yeah yeah more agony she needs fucking uh what's an adult song i don't even know yeah yeah i can't okay that's enough it's not American Idol. Um, so, being a, so being a minor, once I was feeling better, I asked to be discharged. And the staff explained I could only be released to a parent. Mm, that's so fucked. You're like basically an adult, but I guess it's the Wait, law. how old again? She's 17, about to be 18, but she can't do it. She has like no rights because she's 17. Yeah. My dad and stepmom were both working out of state and I was anxious to go. I called my mom and asked her to pick me up. She said, I bet I was your last resort, huh? Okay, so your mom's a narcissist. Okay. She was already bitchy and also correct. She came anyway. I get in the car with my stuff and start texting my boyfriend that I'm on my way home. As I had promised him, I would. My mom is threatened by this somehow and tells me she's going to throw my phone out the window. And I say, I'll throw you out the window. So, yeah, we're off to a great start. She only had to drive me two or three miles from home and still felt the need to verbally abuse me and bring up our issues and treat me like shit the whole time. I'm weak as fuck and over it, and I asked her to just drop me off on the side of the road. I endured her abuse for 16 years, and I wasn't going to take any more if I didn't have to. She declined. So I waited for a red light. We pull up to a red light in a very slow-going residential area with a crosswalk. I try to quickly get out, but I was weak and didn't get out fast enough. She grabs me by the lanyard around my neck and holds me down, my head on the center console. I start screaming, let me go, over and over. She wouldn't let go, so I start reaching over and punching her repeatedly. She finally pulls over, and I manage to get out and start screaming and cussing at her. I call the police and report what happened. Turns out, since I was a minor, she was acting as a parent and told the cops she was trying to protect me. If a boyfriend or someone else had done it, it would have been assault for sure. Anyway, she's a cunt, lol. She later told me I gave her an aneurysm. Clearly a lie, but I'd be cool if it was true. At least I finally got some licks in after all those years of receiving them. Licks? Yeah, like licks, like punches. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Would have been more would have been more fun at Jack in the Box, though. Oh! 
That's true. Bitch, you haven't lived until you've gone slapped in the box. Until you've socked your mom outside of a jack-in-the-box. Yeah. Damn, bitch. That's a wild story. Sounds like your mom is in a lot of pain, also a narcissist, and I'm sorry that you had to grow up with that. That's very God, painful. God, I know. The fucking trauma we get from our... Mommies. Ooh, yeah, our fucking... Mommies. Which I also need to recommend, again, everything, everywhere, all of the time, because the movie deals with mother-daughter trauma. Okay. Um, yeah, go and slap in the box on mommy is... Damn. You know, we really, as uh, the human race is really, truly a fucking, we are just a shit show, huh? Humans also, are just insane. You know, you and I listened to that fucking bomb ass podcast with uh, Brene Brown and Dax Shepard, where armchair expert, armchair um, expert. but where um, Brene is actually talking about this. And then she was like, you know, if you, if you don't have the, the tools to communicate your pain, you're going to take your pain out. Like you're going to take it out in ways that are detrimental. That's and that's all it really is. That's why you never can take anything personally because that's all it really is when people are like awful. I mean, I th- do believe that a small percentage of the population is truly evil mm-hmm. um, and can't be undone. But I do think most of the time people just don't know how to communicate their pain, so they do things like rob and steal and hurt and lie and blah 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 blah. Well, no, if you're stealing, then you're just fun. But uh, but for everything else, yes. Um, but also, and it's like also, if you don't need to. Um, you, you don't have to like how someone's behave like just because like you understand why they can't communicate properly obviously like that doesn't mean you have to be like i get it you so don't I'm have to stick accept around. it right but i think it does help you i think it helps you know quell grudges quell quell the human experience is so complex and we don't have the fucking language for it okay. we don't have enough <laughs> words to describe what how we feel we don't know how to express I'm ourselves sorry, properly. right now i can just tell lee is just being like it's actually not that complex. It's actually not that hey, complicated. Girls, it's actually not that complex, girls. I literally did nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, I can just see you over there fucking judging us, dude. No, I can't. <laughs> would you agree, Lee, that the human experience is complex and we don't have enough? Uh, yeah, would you enough, agree? Yeah, we I don't have totally a big enough agree. vocabulary I, to express. Would you agree? Quell was good, though. I liked Quell. Okay, That's everyone's coming for my fucking. Yeah, but Quell doesn't what? express the human experience. It's just a but, word. But it's a nice try. Okay. Um, but it's, okay, well, I said fuck, I think, shit, and piss. You didn't say... I think that you're just jealous that? that I use the word quell, and honestly, I get it, but we're, we have to move on. But here's the thing. Lee, stop judging us, because Gabby was popping her pussy. I said the word quell. Everyone's fucking jealous of me. I'm sorry. Um, next. <laughs> okay, can you read the next story? Because I'm literally... How much time do we have? We have 10 minutes. Great, we have 10 minutes. Okay, right, great. This is going to take 20. Great. Okay, um, shut the fuck up, Gabby. Forever. We have so many more stories, you guys. I'm sorry if we didn't get to yours. <laughs> Cute. Okay, here's the thing. We have... Here's the thing. I can tell we're getting riled up before the fucking Patreon. <laughs> yeah, because every time we start getting to Patreon, <laughs> I'm about ready to dirty. fucking take my fucking titties out, and I'm about to fucking wrap them around oh, fucking wait. honk. By the way, last week on the Patreon, we texted random numbers, pictures of graphic <laughs> car- cartoon fucking hentai, if you will. I texted one to a guy that I went to, like, my friend's brother from, like, years ago. He did never respond. He never responded? No, but I do love that it was just sent to him and he never responded. <laughs> well, I wish I would have gotten that. I sent crazy ass hentai, like gra- like the most graphic you can imagine. Oh, and then the guy wanted to take you out. Yeah, yeah. I sent it to him and he's like, what the heck? What are you doing next Wednesday? And I was like, <laughs> shit. And, and then I and then I keep responding with hentai and he's like, you ghosted me last time we talked. And I'm like, hentai, hentai, hentai. And he's like, Woman Wednesday? getting fucked by an octopus. Woman getting fucked by an octopus. I just- <laughs> I just edited that episode and it's so good. Is it good? Oh, wait, so I want to see clips from that. So I can't and wait. And that drops funny. Wednesday, right? Yeah, that just yeah. Yeah, for $5. Patreon. So it came out a few days ago, yeah. Okay, fuck yeah. All right, Hunk, read it. 
Okay. And by the way, um, I felt like, never mind. Here's the thing. I just love my hunk. And I feel like I, maybe I was a little bit too sassy right before we started doing this. Okay. Anyways, um, never mind. I'm perfect. Okay. So the last time I was in the hospital was a bit of a doozy. Hey, don't say doozy. Okay. Oh, fuck. I'm getting sassy. I'm really no, just sorry. read it. Shit. I, okay. Sorry. No offense to you. This is just how Can I get. Can you just fucking get into it? Hey, Gabby, <laughs> shut the fuck up. We I'm not kidding. So many... Go fucking pluck your eyebrows and shut the fuck <laughs> up. You've been plucking your eyebrows instead of your nipples and everyone's getting confused. <laughs> I don't know why you're fucking laughing, hentai king. Fuck off. Yeah, fuck. Lee, okay, yeah, literally, fucking, fuck you. You're giggling in a pool of your own piss right now. Yeah, no, <laughs> so, no, 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 no. Yeah. And guess what? I will fucking go plug my eyebrows. Okay. Anyways, here's the thing. For this story, we turn the pages back. Don't say turn the pages back. Okay. We turn the pages back to my heroin use days. All right, Lee's tapped in. Yeah, Lee's I was in. about to move into my new apartment at the time, and we had hired... Or, and had hired two movers helping me. Okay, write a better sentence. Okay, we got... Okay, I'm sorry. Jesus! Sorry. Okay, so she hires... Okay, they're on heroin. You don't know if this is a girl. It's I, actually they're a man. They're on heroin. Okay, they Respect hire movers. genders. Okay, anyways. um, Genders? Okay, yeah. Okay. Don't. We uh, had hired two movers. <laughs> you know, wish. I don't believe in men or women. I know, only non-binaries. Okay, mm. we, had, we had hired movers helping me. Uh, we got the big moving truck all loaded up and my pickup truck that I own loaded. Wait, what? My pickup truck that I own loaded with my personal fragile items. Unloaded? Don't even get me started on that. Okay. Okay. Love and light. Okay. Um, the whole morning slash early afternoon as... We are loading the trucks. I'm waiting for my heroin dealer to get back to me as they're always the slowest, most unreliable folks. Mm, uh, we fi- he finally hits me back back up right as we were about to drive the trucks to my new apartment. So as heroin addicts so elegantly do, LOL, yeah, right. I made up a lie. Thanks. <laughs> got me. I made up a lie that I have to stop somewhere on the way to drop off a key or something to my room, uh, my roommate. I drive over to the dealer, get my shit and pull up to a scheduled area to do some real quick. Nice. I do my normal small test bump. Shoot or smoke. Oh, bump. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. So it's a, a bump. Uh, I do my no- Fuck. Okay. I do my normal small test bump of the powder, Gabby. Okay. Uh, yeah, I get it. So see how strong it is before I do my normal amount to be safe and responsible, right? Nice. And quickly uh, get back on the road so that I don't fall too far behind the movers. I get on the freeway and I'm vibing to a podcast, just having a good old innocent happy heroin time. What do you think it was, Joe Rogan? Yeah. Nice. Then all of a sudden... I am being very aggressively woken up and pulled out of my truck by paramedics. I have no idea what is going on and I am beyond disoriented. Wow. <laughs> okay. I just had a seizure. Uh, at this point, they pull me out of the truck and pull me into a stretcher, then start carrying me over to the ambulance. Only then do I see my truck is about 30 yards off the freeway, just stopped in the grass no. with a cop car near it and an ambulance that I'm being carried over to behind me. The whole time the paramedics are asking me what happened. So and like, I'm what s- episode of Joe Rogan are you listening to? I know. Like what? Okay. Um, was it the one where he denies climate change or? Okay. Um, was it the Candace Owens one? The whole time. Yeah, that one. Um, the whole time paramedics are asking me what happened and I'm so out of it that I just keep saying, I don't know. They get me in the ambulance and the one, uh, the one in charge keeps asking what drugs I took and I keep saying, I don't know, because I really was so confused. She explains that they found me on the side of the freeway, stopped in the grass, slumped over, that nobody even called it in. They just saw me driving by and went over to help. They had to use two Narcans to bring me back and 
wants some damn answers. I ask her if answering will get me in trouble. And she says, no, she's a paramedic, not a cop. She can't get me in trouble. No. Uh, right as I'm about to confess to her that I'm totally just, that I totally just sniffed some heroin. Your very typical officer dickhead highway patrol hops into the ambulance and starts grilling me with uh, questions Mm. in my hazy post-revival state. The Narcan and the drugs are fighting each other in my system Mm. and I am barely coherent. So he thought that he would take advantage of that and get me to self-incriminate. But little does he know, and lucky for me, I was raised by an outlaw father. So I knew, I know to never say shit to the police, no matter what. He must have asked me, okay, okay, he must have asked me about 50 times, I'm not even kidding what drugs, what drugs I took and what I was doing. I just kept saying, I don't know, man. He turned tomato red with anger and stormed off like a fussy little baby. I then proceeded to confess to the paramedic and she was like, don't worry, I ain't snitching on you and I just need to know how to treat you properly. We finally get to the hospital and I'm in the ER hooked up to all these monitors and an IV still heavily disorientated. Why can't I not say that word? Disoriented. What am I saying? Disorientated. I'm like like slurring it. Okay. I mean, it's you're you're not saying it right. But I know, but I don't. Okay, say it again. Disoriented. Disoriented. Yeah. Why is that so fucking hard? Okay. Because you're, you guys, if you write in, never use that word again because I can't say it. Okay. <laughs> now, what I want you to do is we're gonna do an entire episode. Dedicated Dis- to being disoriented. Dis- disoriented. Okay, I I feel that word right now because I can't say it. Okay, the staff there was honestly so lovely and helpful. Definitely bummed that yet another overdose was in, but still lovely people. Okay, then Officer Dickhead shows back up for oh, round two of he questioning. Wanted more. He said, "You didn't get rid of me, sweetie." He, fa- uh, he fails to get me to confess again because I'm not a sucker. After turning wow. red and throwing another fit, he then stupidly shows all his cards to me by explaining that some law had passed where if paramedics are called or arrive to the scene of an overdose first, that the person involved is exempt of criminal charges unless they self-incriminate or show signs of other crimes involved. Everyone take notes. Since they showed up to the scene with me already nodded out face against the wheel and the truck completely stopped, and since they were there... Oh, since they got there before Officer Dickhead, I couldn't get in trouble. I still to this day have no memory and no idea of how I managed to safely get off the freeway and stop because my memory literally cuts out with me driving on the freeway. So after he explains that I literally told him to fuck off and leave me alone. And boy, it wasn't funny to see him storm off like a three-year-old throwing a tantrum while I'm sitting there smiling through my drugged out face. After some tests, the lovely nurses told me I had zero heroin in my system and that what I snorted had only... Uh, or what I had snorted only had fentanyl in it, uh, which made sense because Jesus. Even, even after Narcanning me, I was still nodding in and out. They made me stay for many hours until I was more coherent. The whole time I was having to explain to my new landlord and the two movers that I had a little medical emergency and that they could unload without me. Hmm. Well, luckily, they were super cool about it. Nice. Then the weirdest part to me is that they just sort of make you leave at some point. It felt very strange and eerie walking out of the ER and out back into the world. It was night at at this point, and I was still in denial, shock, and confusion. I still felt high as fuck, too, so there must have been some seriously hot powder I had snorted. (laughs) I was uh, quietly crying as I peeled the little monitor stickers off that were all over my body for their machines. It was my. It was the first and only time I ever overdosed, so I had this overwhelming sense of shame and sadness. Mm. It was in the middle of the night at this point, and nobody was answering their phones. I don't know a lot of people in the area. I had not lived there very long, and all my friends and family were too far away to help. Mm. Eventually, my work bestie answers his phone and was able to give me a ride to McDonald's, Ayo, and then a motel for me to crash out for the rest of the night until I could get my truck back from the impounded 
or from the impound the next day and finished moving. I didn't really sleep that night. I was still in disbelief that anything was real. When I got back to my truck the next day, there was damage to the tires, but nothing else, which adds to the mystery of my survival. How did I get off the road and stop crashing into anybody? And also, how did I do so, but still manage to damage all four of my tires? They were all fucked up and not even anymore like if you got up to 60 on the freeway, the the whole truck would vibrate. The tire guy even showed me how they were all uneven and not perfectly circular anymore. Like little chunks were missing here and there in the tread. I will never have these answers, but I'm grateful to be alive and that I didn't hurt anybody else. Moral of the story, folks, don't do heroin. Fentanyl. Whoa. How, what was the period of time of that? How many days? Um, Is that just like over a day? Yeah, or it seems like, like yeah, night, just yeah. over a day, dude. That could be like uh, these stories. I'm like, this is a whole fucking like that's a movie. That is a fucking movie. Sorry for stuttering through it, but my god, that was Fuck really good. Fucking all of that. I wonder. I uh, do they do they say if they're sober now or not? I guess it doesn't matter. But fuck, they're not I doing. Okay. They're not doing heroin or fentanyl. Do you, you know, think? Eventually, say by the grace of God, I survived that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that was crazy. Do you yeah. think they would have died if they had not been <clears throat> picked up? 100 percent. he probably he if, if really people didn't see him he probably would have died there you th- because really the yeah yeah because of the fentanyl but how fast does fentanyl take to work it like just slow it slows your breathing and you just stop breathing after and if he was still fucked up after two narcans yeah like yeah, if it took two narcans to bring him back and he, and he was, was still, still in and out up the whole night yeah he could have fucking died he, he, would die, he was jesus he was thank god they drove by and, and saw your ass and that you had a fucking rowdy dad, so you didn't snitch on your also, damn self. Also, no, what the fuck is, like, what is the cop's purpose in that anyway? Like, well, because he did something illegal. So it's like over, like, he's, he's like, you know. Okay. Well, anytime there's, I think anytime there's an ambulance called, uh, there needs to be a cop detail. There needs okay. to be. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I think. What was the cop going to do to him, though? Just, like, arrest him for, yeah, for illegal drug use? Somebody probably called right. 911, you know. And yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. Like, well, no, he said that um, a car, there was no call in. He, they just. Um, he They just showed up. Yeah, but the police are called whenever there's a um, an overdose. Okay. That's so scary, man. I just, know. Just to get you in trouble. Scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, yeah, to, get just to get you in fucking yeah. trouble. Fuck off, snitch. Um, don't snitch. Okay, so y'all, for my heroin users, don't snitch on yourself um, when the ambulance comes. Don't talk to cops. Don't talk. I thought people like died instantly when they did uh, fentanyl. No, it just no. It just slows your breathing. It slows your heart rate and slows your breathing until you eventually. Fentanyl is so fucking scary. It's fucking everything. He would have died. Thank you so much for taking. This is like, I actually got intimidated as I was reading it halfway through because I'm like, fuck, this is a lot. But this was really fucking good. Yeah, all the stories today have been so good, and there's so many more. But I guess no. So we should probably close it up, shouldn't we? Move over to Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys, wow, this guys. was, um, I almost said arrested stories, but it's, that's not what this was. This was hospitalized stories. Thank you guys so much for writing in. Um, we're going to read some more on Patreon. So go honk our tits over there. Um, if you guys liked this, hey. I don't care. No, I'm just kidding. No, I do care. I care so much. Share, subscribe, tell a friend. Yeah. We put, okay. We put prompts out every single week on Instagram at tea time for 2069. We are very much 
Yes. Uh, yeah, and that's the email as well. Uh, tea Time Stories four twenty six. And that's where you email us your stories. Yeah, don't submit on Instagram. You submit through the email. We put the prompts up on Instagram every single week. Follow us on Instagram to see the uh, the clips and the prompts. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for writing in too. I love how many submissions we keep getting. It's really fucking cool. It's to fucking see. awesome. Because when we were first doing this, we're like, oh, we don't have that many stories, and now, hey, guess what? We got. Too now we can't even get stories. Them. No, we love them so much. And again, and- sorry if we don't get to your story it's just uh, we don't we just pick it random also just and- letting y'all know just if, even if we don't read your story out um on the podcast we do read every single story so well we try there are some that have been left behind but you know i read them okay um lee yeah thank see- you guys okay bye. see you on patreon